And we are back with the FSL podcast, week six, the last week of the D-Hop suspension. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We've got a new crew. It's different this week. Again, as this week's, as this year's theme, we got Rhino, former Sacco, and we've got a current Sacco, as well as the BS champ, Trevor, and myself, the should have been two-time champ, of course. I believe we call you the pandemic champ, champ actually. Um, you can I also you believe champ. that I whooped that ass last year, but yeah, should have been second champ. Or but, um, I'm sorry if you tell me my team. This is this is this year's podcast. Last year doesn't matter. But how's everybody feeling? It's been a interesting week. Lots of ups, lots of downs, lots of highs, lots of lows. Oh, I'm feeling great after this week, uh, especially because you, Shelly, talked a little bit, uh, and by a little bit, I mean a lot of bit of shit about my team earlier this week, and I pretty much shut you up with a pretty great performance. So uh, we'll I go into that I more. I didn't play you, so honestly, it didn't matter, or I didn't care. So the only matchup was, that it was, I was, it was really uh, focused on that wasn't mine was that Bean, uh, that bean matchup. Oh, yeah, that's definitely the only matchup you were focused on because you went 0 for 5. Other than myself. <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry. I, last week was Yom Kippur. I wasn't paying attention, and then I wanted to make sure I got my pickums in, and then I just looked at the names and just threw names at you. And, that's what I would say, too. Yeah. Well, You're sounding I mean, like I'm the if-king right dude. now. I'm not telling There is no if. I just threw names at you. I fucking went 0 for 5. I should have gotten the reverse parlay from DraftKings or whichever one of those – uh, I'm in Florida, obviously, for those listeners that don't know. So I don't have access to legal gambling. Uh, so I don't know which one. It, what is it? Isn't there one of those um, platforms that gives you money if you get over 500 parlay or something? Or if you get like all of them wrong? I don't think so. I have no idea. I've seen that before. I've seen like one of those weird, weird platforms. I guess my dog. Uh, I didn't know any uh, sports book would re- reward you for losing, but... No, for getting all like if you go for a ten pick parlay and you get all of them wrong, that's pretty impressive. Okay, yeah, I can see that. So, so I feel like that's one of the better parts, uh, sports books. Whatever, doesn't matter. But how are you feeling? How's so, you- as the uh, the owner of Devonta Devonte and Associates, um, yeah, plain and simple, we got work to do. Uh, Half of our association is getting misdemeanors for shoving cameramen. Uh, and then the other yeah. half's doing his part. But the the rest of the team, you know, got RBs getting hurt, RBs losing their jobs, got quarterbacks not producing to the standard that they are held at. So, yeah, we got some work to do. Uh, made a trade this week. Um, hopefully we'll pan out, pan out, filled a tight end need. So we'll see. We'll get to that in a bit. Trevor talking about tight ends. How how are you feeling after this week? Feeling pretty damn good, Shelly. Pretty, pretty damn good. Pretty, pretty good. Why? Because Nate handed you his team on a silver platter and said, "Have a have a day, sir." Nah, nah. I think y'all are overreacting. Of course, you want to downplay it. Stop! Stop! Everybody's going for name value. 
That doesn't also, matter. I'm, we're I'm gonna we're, we'll get so. to the trades. We'll get to the trades at that midsection portion unless trades happen before the games this past week, and then we'll get to where we need to be for that for that uh for the trades at the end. Um, but what did did any trades happen before the games? Uh, last week, yeah, we did have some some trades last week before the game. I think we had two trades before, last week before the game. One of which was my trade. I was a three team trade. That was the three trade. That's huge. That was a big trade. It was a very big trade, uh, and I believe we had one other as well before the games. Uh, no, we did not actually. That was the only one before the game. So let's just go over it. Yeah, let's um, hear it. So it was between me, Jared, and Micah. And Jared had just lost Javante Williams. And he was already a very, very stars and scrubs heavy lineup. So he was in dire need of to trade one of his stars for uh, a lot of quality starters. And he did that. Uh, he traded me, Travis Kelsey. And uh, he also got rid of Zay Jones. Uh, and in return, he got Kirk Cousins, Leonard Fournette, Dallas Goddard and Rashad White. Uh, so he got a really good haul. And then wow. Micah was part of the trade as well. Uh, he got Mark Ingram um, from Jared and he got Robert Woods from me and he gave her cousins as part of Jared's return package. And I got Travis Kelsey. Um, so it was a really, honestly, it was a really beneficial trade for all three teams. Micah wanted a wide receiver upgrade and he had no need for Kirk cousins when he had Patrick Mahomes. I had a lot of depth and needed a superstar. So I was able to get Travis Kelsey and <laughs> obviously that paid off this week. We'll go more into it in a bit, but for already paying off that don't know he had four touchdowns. So if you <laughs> had four touchdowns are over and you got that payout. Muzzle tov. Yes, he's already paying dividends for me on my fantasy team. And then uh, for Jared, uh, he needed the depth and all of the players that he got performed pretty well this week. So he got some great performances all around. So, yeah, it was a very uh, strong trade for everyone. I think we all really got uh, a lot of benefits out of it. And I don't think anyone really got fleeced or anything. I think it was pretty fair all around. Fair. Fair. Okay. Well, it definitely came out in your favor this week. It definitely came out in Jerry's favor. Micah also got a huge dub. So as of right now, I, I don't know about the rest of y'all. I think it's pretty even. Um, maybe Jerry a little on top just because he's got some so much in return. Yeah, I mean, I already missed Leonard Fournette. He went off for, I think, 30 points last week or more than 30 points. Uh, and he's going to be great. And also, also, he has keeper value for Jared in the seventh round next year if he wants to keep him. Um, so that was tough to give up. And obviously Dallas Goddard's a great tight end too, but, uh, yeah, I was, I'm still so happy to get Travis Kelsey, uh, Eric. as Trevor, you know, will be able to attest to having, you know, a huge advantage at tight end is a game changer. Eric, I'm kind of regretting, we don't need to get too deep into it, but I'm kind of regretting not pulling through with that trade to you, uh, about two weeks ago. I so know you should. I sh- as you, you should, as you, should you know be. exactly which trade I'm talking about. You probably are seeing how I wish I was or wish. Yes. I Can we hear it? Yeah. It, let's get it, it. Give us the insider was, scoop for the listeners. Leonard leaks and let's get it. All right. So I was, Eric, Eric, I have to look it up. I have to look it up again. The I know the general gist. Yeah. Yeah. Eric and I talked back and forth. He claims for like three days. I think it was a little dramatic, but it, I was, gonna was. Move, it was three days. It was, three I was going to move Lamar. <laughs> I believe him. 
Lamar and some pieces for Burrow, McLaurin, and Fournette. I don't remember what the other uh, pieces were. I remember. I texted you I th- about that. Trade. I think I th- you did. I, fa- I think I found it. It was um. What were you trying to give him help? Was, was he not confident in his moves that he needed you to text him? No, he was. He was, uh, he was not confident in his moves, and he needed AJ to text him. But AJ was on the pod with us, so he leaked it to us. No, and I texted I, him. I had told AJ that say. that was a potential move. I did not need anybody's insight, and I clearly, as both you guys told me to do it, and I still didn't do it. The final, the final, final trade. I actually told was, you not to take it. The final trade was I was giving up. So you listen to me. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to give up Joe Burrow, Leonard Fournette, and Terry McLaurin. Ryan was going to give up Lamar Jackson, Devonta Smith, and Michael Gallup. That was the final trade, and Ryan didn't pull the trigger. Yeah, I think he's an idiot for not pulling the trigger on that. I remember that. I texted him. It is what it is. It is what it is. We got we got other moves to make now. So a couple weeks yep. later in the season, got different paths been, to take. I had been searching for a superstar for a long time. Lamar was one of the superstars I was, you know, trying to get. It didn't work out. I pivoted and I got Travis Kelsey, and I am very very happy with how it turned out. So, is it recap Fair time, enough. Justin? It is recap time, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get to it. All right. So I know I started at the bottom. I'm. Went 0-5 this week. I had a terrible week. Um, everybody else has kind of had their, their even spreads. But who do we feel we want to go over first? Because nobody got it right. I think we should go over the most interesting matchup. Um, yeah, let's do it. Let's get over Ben and AJ. Yeah, this was a shocker. Uh especially with Jonathan Taylor out. I don't think anyone really gave Ben a shot this week, Um, but he was able to pull it off, even though Josh Jacobs went off for 30 points for AJ. Um, I'm not really sure how he was able to do it. Uh, Josh Jacobs has been solid. He's been looking like an absolute beast all year long. What do you, that um, game was electric. Yeah. I was going to say, I want to, I want to talk about how close it was, how the whole league was engaged that Monday night. I mean, yeah. I, that was pretty electric. My, I could, I could picture it. Like when I was sending the message, I was literally picturing what Ben looks like when he's just like sitting there. You know, when he gets like his like fists, like all like up in yep. his beard and shit, and he gets like super and starts playing with it. And you know, his like teeth start to get a little like he starts know. doing this. Yep. The, <laughs> and then the yeah, this is the, great the temp, content the for a podcast. Run. But yeah, and <laughs> we I, all see I, it. But, <laughs> No, we're describing it. We're describing it as we're doing it. We're saying what we're doing. And Ben's going to know exactly what we're talking about when he listens to this. I knew exactly what he was doing. I was trying to put that into words. And he got so mad because I think I hit it right on the head. He's like, I know what you're doing. You're stressing again for the fourth week in a row on a fucking Monday night. And you're barely about to win. And he's just. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think we mentioned the score yet. So let's mention that to you know explain why oh, Ben yeah. was so tense. Sure. Yeah, that was uh, one hundred twenty one point eight four for AJ to one hundred twenty two point five for those idiots that can't do math like myself. It's a point six four difference for those people that don't know what point six four points is. That is a difference of seven yards. That is a difference of the two point conversion. That is the difference of one spot versus another spot, or a catch, or a reception, or a really anything. Yeah. Any crazy, crazy, crazy matchup. 
I think yeah. Ben has to be ecstatic, honestly. I, ben had was Najee the last time? for 6.6. ETN was a bright spot at 4.14.4. Ertz was doing Ertz things. I mean, 10 points for Ertz. He's gotten at least 10 points in every game all season. That's What more can you ask from a tight end? He got um, carried by uh, Tyler Lockett and the Cowboys defense. The Cowboys there's defense the Lockett bomb. That's the Lockett bomb of the year. Um, last year Lockett's been, pretty, had, been great. He's been pretty good. He had a week one at, dud. But Dead beat Russell it. Wilson. I, I'd expect Lockett to keep doing what he was doing. Did this anybody know that Tyler Lockett was the number eight or is actually the number eight PPR receiver right now? I did, actually. I didn't, I didn't know he was number eight, but I knew he was high up there. He's been very good this year besides for just a week one dud. Super Last consistent. Year, for some, for myself specifically, thinking he was retired and not even in the league anymore, Last year, he put up 26, 31, 26, 27, and 27. This year, yeah. he has at least, well, no, the first game outlier, but he's got 11 targets, 11 targets, eight targets, six targets. Last game, he had six targets, five receptions, 104 yards, and two tutties. We're first two on of the year. I mean, he's looking good. Yeah. Got a good schedule. Lots of easy, high shootout teams arizona chargers coming up it's a it's a shame we don't have a historian on the pod because i would love to know when the last time ben was over 500 this late into the season you think a historian could or tell at us all that? or at all ben have you i just just curious if you've ever been 500 um I think this was this game was a bad beat for aj because when you look at it he lost by less than a point and he had TJ Hawkinson get one reception. And he had Koo get I mean, one fantasy point. I mean, like, it's just a bad. Hawkinson's a bad been like beat. that all year, though. Like, aside from against me and week one, I think, or maybe two, whichever, whichever week it was, he's been ass all season. Well, I don't know. I That uh, Lions offense see, has been pretty good, though. I, I can see. I mean, I could see him. I mean, he should I mean, be doing way better than what he did in this week. Honestly, though, again, Jonathan Taylor was out for Ben. Like, AJ, it shouldn't have even been close. AJ should have won this game pretty comfortably. Um, this, this was a big shocker to me. Uh, I think this is pretty indicative of AJ's team going forward. Uh, also a Jonathan Taylor revenge game, even though Jonathan Taylor didn't play in the revenge game, funny enough. Yeah. But, um, yeah, That's I don't know. This is this is demoralizing for AJ. You know, that is he's Ben's not in a best good spot player. at one and four. He is not no. in a good spot at one and four. He and he, he and he was favored. He was favored to win by like twenty five points. The thing is, is that we all know his team. I don't think anybody. I don't want to speak for anybody else, but I don't think his team is good enough for Sacco. Like he should. He's not going to win Sacco, and at one and four, that's. I don't know. Anybody can win any week, and yeah, when I mean, he's got to playoffs. I don't care what team, team you have. He's starting he's gonna... Dawson Knox that he could have traded for less fat. Dawson Knox is ass. He's he's gonna have a tough time. We saw it last year. Yeah, last year well, he was. Yeah, it's last year. He's gonna have a tough time making the playoffs. I think, uh, even though you know we're so bunched up in the standings, I. I just had I mean, a tough time seeing his his team make a run. I think this is going to be the week of separation. Everybody went on uh, AJ. Nobody got it right. Everybody got it wrong when Ben took the the late night 
hold the last the last stand the the fourth down stop on the goal line ben held the defense up um but y'all see uh do you guys see at the end of the game uh when josh jacobs had to leave to go put his shoe back on yeah and he was getting it tied and then they gave a handoff to the backup and then he came back in like if he gets a handoff it was a throw if he gets a handoff we might That's be the game. about AJ right now. Or that two-point conversion. Off. That two-point conversion where he got stopped at the goal yeah. line. Too. That also would have been game. One more thing before we move on from this matchup. Good for Ben because, you know, he's had a lot of tough, heartbreaking losses in the past. He's had two back-to-back huge wins. So good for Ben. He, he deserves a couple wins like this every once in a while, and he's getting some. So I'm happy for him. Yay! Fuck that. No, he doesn't. Are you fucking kidding me? It's rival talk. <laughs> this man doesn't deserve shit. He didn't earn it. AJ gave it to him. Um, calm down, poop sack. Calm down. <laughs> hey, no one asked you, Sacco. Yeah, you have no, you have no, you have no, uh, and you also, you're also a poop sack, if I'm not mistaken. It's you and Rhino. Right so three three sacks. Sack. <laughs> oh, three shit. I'm surrounded by poop sacks. Really get into it. Wait, how really am I a poop sack? Back to Which front. Which way do you wipe, sir? Back oh, the to back front. to poop sack, for sure. It's tagged. <laughs> three back to fronters on here. I wish we could poll our listeners. If, uh, if anybody wants to tweet us at the FSL, uh, and let us know if you're a back to front or front to back kind of guy. <laughs> this is a very this is the kind of fantasy content that you guys are getting. Right, well, Top tier fantasy content. While you guys are thinking about which way you wipe, let's move on to the next matchup. Speaking of wipe, let's talk idea. about Ryan. Let's talk yeah. about Ryan. <laughs> let's talk about everybody because Jared win and Jared, Jared went the floor <laughs> Oh, see, it started out on the first play of the day, right, Ryan? It did. When- indeed. I was, <laughs> I was driving and I had Red Zone on and I was listening to Red Zone and I see or I hear the Bills are like pinned deep. Way their deep. Their own two yard line. Their own, they're pinned deep. <laughs> their and the next two. thing I know, I glance down and I see Gabe Davis with the ball in his hands at like the 40 about the score and I was like you have got to be shitting me. I was like this is how, I was like this is how this week's going to go. And I knew then I was like I am in for a Yeah, this is over. <laughs> 98 <laughs> yard touchdown. Yeah. That's a 16.8 points from the from his wide receiver just to start off the day. That's so, oh my god. And then he had another one before half too. Well, and not only that, like most of Jared's team played in the one o'clock slot, and I had most of mine at four or later. Like I think six of my nine played at four o'clock or later. Nice. Yeah, so, like, and you were just fighting to get to one fifty-eight the entire day. Yeah, so like I just made watching football unbearable because I knew I was going to be playing catch up and probably never going to catch him. And for me, I don't know, it's like a personal thing, but like I feel like half the time or not half the time, like most of the time, the like night game and the Monday night game, people don't score as many points as like at one o'clock. And I know it's not always like that, but it just feels like that for me. Josh Jacobs and Travis Kelsey. Bullshit. No, I'm like that's how it feels Cooper for me. Can, Cooper okay. Cup can absolutely say say completely different. Honestly, though, you might just feel that way because how many fucking primetime games the Broncos have had? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, you probably could feel that way too. No, I yep. think it's just my experience. It's like they never produced for me. The Raiders don't do mm-hmm. too well in Brian. Well, that's Darren Waller. Josh and then, yeah, Josh Jacobs went off. And so did Devontae Adams. And then Devontae Adams decided he wanted to just fucking beat the shit out of somebody for no reason. Obviously, yeah, he's going to be that dude shit out a of nice him. paycheck. He pushed him over. He pushed him over, if you want to be very, honest. We're very rough. Very aggressively. Yeah, but the other angle of it, doesn't make it look as bad, but like either way, he still shouldn't have shoved him as aggressively. If Devonte Adams shoves so me, I'm going through the wall. I'm laying yeah, there screaming so in pain. <laughs> I don't care if he just brushes by me. I'm on the ground and I'm crying. Trevor's gonna flop like he's playing European soccer. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. I would, and then he's gonna cut European soccer. What other type of soccer is there, Ryan? American soccer. Where they don't flop. They flop. They flop too. Not as hard. Okay. Wash the well, two. That's because, they're, that's because they're all washed up Europeans and their knees hurt. Yeah, they'd rather <laughs> stand up instead of fall down. But anyway, so back to the matchup. matchup. <laughs> yeah, I'll let, you, I'll let you guys give your opinions. I, I who, how many do we have on you? We had, um, where's your name? Also, your did name we? Is, Oof you? Everybody but Ben. Yes, you did. Everybody but Ben picked you. You had zero from Waller. He went out early. Six from McPherson. Um, Six and a half from Hilaire. Two from the Indian injured Damian Harris. Lamar didn't help you much. I mean, Devontae Smith, bright spot. Mike Williams, another bright spot with Keenan Allen gone. That's just music to your ears i'm sure keenan allen staying out um but even with his rb2 that's not well now jared's got a dynamic rb duo saquon and leonard fournette who's now getting 11 receptions or 11 targets a game yeah that's look at that progression targets two four six seven and eleven yeah that's nuts it's a wide receiver at the running back position Wow. How do you guys feel about Jared's roster, though? I know we were talking about it in the chat a little bit today. I've been believing Jared's roster roster the whole year. I think a lot of his guys hit their ceiling this week. And we see what that looks like. I mean, we can see it happening. In the offenses that they're in, you 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 think Gabe Davis is going to score 32 points on three receptions? I don't know. How many many games do you think Josh Allen's going to blow people out? So far, it's been two and five weeks where he sat the entire fourth quarter. Well, how yeah, many more I, times do you think he's going to do that it? To it's say that's not, laws, statistics is multiply it three more times. Who's not? You can't say that can't won't be Diggs next time instead of Gabe Davis. Yeah, and Gabe it Davis was had Diggs. it was Diggs the first game, and Gabe still ate. Gabe is going to be very volatile i think that's my analysis on it he could go off for 35 any week but he could also just score like three i think the the thing for jared's team is now and i'm a kirk cousins fan but how is kirk cousins going to be long term aj Dillon, we all know he's going to be you look at kirk cousins if you look at kirk cousins numbers statistically and you compare his numbers without his name next to it compared to anybody else for anything or or you will never believe that Kirk Cousins is the better quarterback. 
I agree. I love Kirk, but he also has a seven point game and a 12 point game this year. So it's, it's just a matter of which week does which Kirk show up. QB 11 well, on the season. It looks like it's alternating. So if that means anything, then he's going to have a dud this week. <laughs> and I really want to touch on AJ Dillon. Jared is yep. high on AJ Dillon for whatever reason, but we all know that AJ Dillon is just not. He's a backup. It's, it's, yeah, it's Aaron Jones' backfield. A.J. Dillon, I mean, he has six carries. I think it was the week prior when they played the the Bears. I mean, it was just – I don't know, maybe it was last week, week before. But it's just very obvious that it's Aaron Jones' backfield and A.J. Dillon's carry – or his share is not nearly as much as even what it was last year. Yeah, I I agree. I'm, I, I had Kirk Cousins I last year. I had Kirk Cousins last year. Uh, so I know exactly what that's like. He will average out to be a low end QB one, but he is incredibly frustrating and you do not know which Kirk Cousins is going to show up every week unless he's playing on primetime, which, you know, he's going to suck. Yep. Uh, that's about it. Um, I feel but, so yeah, his, his running back, how, how can somebody be so good, like statistically, not maybe fantasy wise, but be such a good quarterback and then the bright lights shine on Sunday or Monday night football and literally yeah literally a ghost no that's not true because he was good in the playoffs the whole country's eyes are on you on he was good in the playoffs and they lost because of the uh of the uh this oh no they had they won because of it yeah i was gonna say didn't they he only made the nc championship game i thought but going back to jared's team still pretty um, good yeah, going back to Jared's, I mean, Blake Bortles did the same thing. You know, no one thinks it's better Bortles than any Jet in the last 10 years. Uh, 15, sure. 12, uh, 14, no, really. Like 12, 12 years. Um, but anyways, going back to Jared's team. Yeah, he's got great running backs, and I think those are going to have to carry him for the rest of the season. Uh, his wide receivers are very sketchy. Um, Curtis Samuel and Gabe, Gabe Davis can have their good weeks. They can have their bad weeks, but uh, very streaky. And he still has a good tight end, even though he got rid of Kelsey. He's got Dallas Goddard, who is a top five, top six tight end. So he's he's fine there compared to half of our league, who is struggling very much right now for tight ends. Um, very badly. Probably, probably five teams, I would say, are in the hunt for a new tight end or should be in the hunt for a new tight end. But yeah, his running backs really need to carry him because he still has very little depth. And his flex position, AJ Dillon's not a great start and not a huge fan of wide receivers. So I think he'll make the playoffs just because he has enough star power to like win enough games. You know, he's has three wins banked already. I think he'll probably get to seven ish wins, maybe eight wins. And I think that'll be enough to maybe squeak into the playoffs. But um, I don't see too much more from Jared's team this year. We should shorten our playoff leash. We should make it four people. And then, or 12? we should make it five. We should make it five. The number one overall seed gets a bye, and then somehow we make it work. Nah, I don't know. I don't Sounds like a bye. league discussion for postseason. I don't know. I mean, you have people at five hundred make it. Who made the playoffs last year? That was like five hundred. It was ridiculous. Uh, was it Trevor and AJ? That's ridiculous. Was I five hundred? Yeah, yeah you were only a game better than considering- they. Yeah, because I was the roster I had. You know what? This is not a last year show. Is this true? 
We already brought that up earlier. We're going down a rabbit hole. Last year's show. But, Next matchup. Yeah, we yeah, really got so um, But Micah and Kunis. Jared was the only one that got picked by Ben. Everybody else picked Rhino. So um, Jared and Kunis, that's a good one. Or Kunis and uh, um, Micah. Name? Micah. Ooh, that's a nice blowout. Well, yeah, let's go over that one. Yeah, and we all got this wrong except for Jared. Jared believed in Micah, and he clearly knew something we didn't. Well, of course he believed in Micah. Clearly, he... Austin Ecker listens to the podcast. That's what I learned yes. this week. <laughs> <laughs> 171 points. That is an 81.6 point blowout for Micah. Um, the lowest point score was 7.7 from Robbie Woods, 6.3 from Robbie Tanyan. Um Kamara had his first game of the season. That was good. And he lost a fumble in it, which all of you know is minus three. But do we see encouragement out of Kamara from this? Yeah. Kamara will be fine. I don't think so. I think that I, – I don't know. It's a, It remains to be seen. He did get six receptions for 91 yards, so that's huge. Justin Jefferson didn't score a touchdown. He threw a 23-yard pass. He had 12 receptions, 154 yards, and a two-point conversion for 30.32. So that's that's a bountiful day, let me tell you. You guys should have seen Kunis while we were watching these games. He was devastated. He just knew, like, before the 1 o'clock's were even over, he was toast. Well, when you yeah. start Goff and Garoppolo – and your bench has 17, and that's 13 more than your starter, you know you're in a rough day. Yeah, he busted out the whiskey pretty early on Sunday. <laughs> yep. And Tyreek got absolutely shut down by Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed, too. That's Micah's stock his, uh, going up superstar. with Ramondre. Ramondre looking good for him. Yeah, that's 61 yards. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, it was lucky that Damian Harris got hurt. Now he's he's going to be great. He's still in a little bit of a he's still in a little bit of a pinch at wide receiver too. Um, especially with Robert Woods on by this week. You know, having to choose between Donald Mooney, Josh Reynolds, and Allen Robinson is not exactly great depth options. But uh if he can ever get Keenan Allen if he can ever get Keenan Allen back healthy, he'll have that figured out. But who knows what's going on with Keenan Allen, honestly. Everyone thought that was gonna be like a non-injury. He was gonna be back in a week. And it's that's just lingered forever. So who knows when he's going to come back? His hamstring injuries don't go away. Yeah, not on a wide receiver, especially somebody like Keenan Allen, who's not just deep threat all the time. He's a very versatile receiver. I think you know can be used all over the field. Yeah, not very young either. No, no, not at all. But hey, with this one. Of course, Jerry is the only one that picks Micah. Kunis broke out the whiskey early. None of us got it right. We all bought on to this Jared Goff bullshit train. And (laughs) we all were disappointed because Jared Goff showed us what the Lions really look like when they're not playing dog duty bullshit teams. Um, But on a positive note, a lot of people picked Trevor and three people got it right. I got it wrong. AJ got Sorry, it wrong. Sorry, before, uh, before we move on, one more thing about Kunis's team. Let's just pour one out for him. He's already injured enough, and he lost Rashad Penny this week, and uh, Chris Olave potentially, and Tyreek is now nicked up a little bit too. So, Yeah, so pour one of out his for starters, Kunis. I'm pretty sure 
three of them left in a boot yesterday? Uh, Pretty sure. Let's see. Alave was injured. Tyreek. Uh, who was the third? Um, two of them definitely left in a in, yeah. I know Tyreek left in a boot. There's oh Hawkinson. Is he have Hawkinson? No, AJ, has AJ. AJ has Hawkinson. Okay, my bad. He had Hawkinson. Yeah, but yeah, Rashad Penny right. on his bench. He's still a big piece. So, not anymore. Nope. Hopefully, a speedy recovery to him. Kenneth Walker season now. Yes, it is. And DJ Sorry. Dallas. That's right. <laughs> and DJ <laughs> Dallas, baby. I saw you picked him up. Hell yeah! Seven fab. <laughs> <laughs> what was the uh, next matchup that you wanted to go on to before I, you know, yeah, poured one uh, off for Kunis? Broncos Nation. Trevor Cotty. Uh, Broncos Country. Yeah, that's right. Josh Lewis, 107 points. I think that was his high on the season. Um, no, I'm just Ooh, kidding. Ouch. <laughs> just kidding. Can you believe that the Seahawks put that bullshit out that they're actually thinking about starting Drew Fuck instead of Geno Smith? Yeah, Geno Smith has looked like employed. a god. Yeah, yeah he's looked like a god to them, and they are—he is—they have to be thrilled with what he's doing right now. Yeah, they're just trying I to get a team to come Seahawks trade for him. Be the worst team in the league. Yeah, and it was Pete Carroll that said that. Pete Carroll is notorious for just spewing bullshit hype pieces about players. He always does that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't read too much into that. Geno Smith is their starter. Yep. I mean, I think it's going to regress. I think maybe it's got another week of this, and then it's going to end. But who have they played so far that they've had this against? Is Denver okay? Um, I don't know <coughs> where's Geno? You know, he has this. He has the Geno DK stack, but Denver he had 16 points, which is pretty average. Um, Two touchdowns, no picks, no fumble. Oh, he had a fumble there. Um, San Francisco, six points. His, his only his only bad game has been against the 49ers, who are the best oh, defensive Gino. team in football this year. He's been great otherwise. But it, it, that's not the question. Best defensive team in football, San Francisco. Atlanta's bad. Detroit's bad, which are easy teams. New Orleans. New Orleans was ranked like, he had a good game. New Orleans was ranked 10th. Yeah. He should be a pretty good defense. He'd have a good game. Is it going to Denver, happen again? Yeah, Denver's I mean, a good defense, too. Yeah, let's they see are. what he does against the Giants in three weeks. I think maybe another week or two of this. Once they hit the Giants, it's done. Denver's a good defense <laughs> when they're going up against the Colts and teams Denver. who don't have an offense as well. Denver's got a pretty good defense. Denver has a good defense. Sertain uh, is legit. Yeah, he is good. Brad, is Bradley Chubb injured right now, or is he playing? Or is he uh, is he playing? I thought he was playing, but I'm not certain. Right. It's it's Randy Gregory that got injured, right? Not Bradley <laughs> Chubb. I forget which no one. Idea. One of them's one of them's injured. One of them's playing. Regardless, they have a you know good defensive pieces. Justin Simmons is injured, but he's coming back soon. I know. Um, I mean, they've just been solid at defense for a long time. Broncos just play good defense but uh trevor you want to go over the rest of your matchup uh i mean i can yeah derrick henry's a fucking monster so that's nice uh to have him back i'm a little bit concerned about my jags not gonna lie (laughs) um but y'all saw how i addressed that today but we'll get to that um yeah i just wish russell wilson could figure his 
fucking bullshit out, man. I kind of feel bad for him, but also, like, he's killing me here. And let's be honest, it can't be that hard to be a quarterback in the NFL, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, come on, dude. Get what your shit you together. Kidding? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, I don't really have a whole lot to say. Um, my good players perform for the most part, except for CD. I'm just... I'm not worried about my team moving forward. I'm very excited to see what the future holds. Well, with that, Eric, Jared, Ben, congratulations. Chili, you suck. Uh, AJ, you suck. But speaking about Chili not sucking, Nate, how you doing, my guy? How you feeling? Um, I Everybody picked me to beat you. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't really even close with Nick Chubb going off. Uh, again, and I didn't have a big game from Sanders, as y'all called it. Uh, he did have his his regression game, but Arizona is a little bit tougher than the defenses that he's played with Washington and and Detroit, and and I guess Jacksonville having their first bad game. But Cooper Cup, twenty five, steady. I mean, it's like a unbelievable um, Hollywood back in the lineup as it's supposed to be as usual, twenty one points, which is fantastic. I feel bad for Nate. I mean, 27 from Hertz, that was really, really hard to watch at the one o'clock games. Uh, Kareem Hunt had a great game too. Aaron Jones, that's really where it started to turn for him. Um, Elijah Moore, two points. Um, Monroe coming off an injury, five points. But um, we gave him the oof with T. Higgins and a zero. And then, yeah, of that's course, so disappointing. The- Managers and he no longer has managers. We'll get to that in a bit, but yeah, it was a it was a whooping. I would like to say. Um, I've had to think a long, long and hard about this, and I think I'm gonna go with a Drake London jersey from you because the bet was a t-shirt jersey, and you've been asking me for Drake London all year long. <laughs> he didn't put the nail in the coffin but i feel like you know a 10th round keeper drake london i think i might hold on to him um yeah i really, really like you him. got him in the 10th round um no way i would have taken oh, no i'm sorry i'm thinking pierce. I'm thinking pierce either way sixth round he'll be it'll be good we'll see him in the sixth i have pierce in the 10th i have Hollywood in the 11th. Um, I have a lot of keeper depth right now this year, which I'm really happy about. Christian Watson, if he ever comes to oh, – no, I already dropped him. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but I could keep Chubb in the second. I could keep Cooper in the first as well. And keeping Cooper in the first, honestly, uh, even with noodled arm Stafford, it's looking good. Um, but, yeah, Drake London and Nate, I'm actually going to request – that you overnight ship it or two day ship it. And I'm going to give you the address and I will pay for the extra shipping. Um, I'm actually going to be at the Seattle, uh, not Seattle. I'm actually going to be at the San Francisco Atlanta game up in Atlanta this weekend. So I would love to wear that there. Awesome. Anybody want to talk about it other than me? Cause um, everybody likes to tell me how much I like to talk about my team all, all the time. And this isn't really helping. 
I mean, honestly, I'd, I'd want to talk about this matchup more if Nate hadn't just blown up his team because, you know, we could talk about like his team and possible shortcomings. But, you know, I'd rather get into. He got his shit yeah. rocked in and then blew up his team because he was so fucking <laughs> scared. Is really what yeah. fucking happened. I, I, we'll, we'll get into his team more when we talk about, you know, matchups next week in the trades. But yeah, uh, this is a pretty big blowout. I'm not super surprised. Um, yeah. That's really all I have to say. I don't think right. he did it just because of this loss, though. I think it also had a lot to do with the fact that right after his last trade was when his win stopped. And he's, he had his two lowest point totals of the season the last two weeks. And so I think maybe he was thinking, shit, I really did kind of fuck myself over by getting rid of Debo. And then came looking for additional pieces without taking a huge downgrade at tight end. I can't believe he traded Debo. I wasn't on the show last uh, week to talk about this. Insider information tells me he tried to get Debo back today. Wow. That wow. doesn't surprise me. Already he regretting his trade. Debo is dirty. That is the entire Niners offense. Jimmy and Debo and then Kittle. <laughs> I can't even say yeah. that with a straight face. Um <laughs> We're trying. He's trying, man. He really wants to. He had the that huge game that was called back on some bullshit, like illegal formation or something. He's He'll be good. He will be coming back with a vengeance. It's only week six. I don't think I made a single in-season trade last year. I don't remember off the top of my head. Only week um, six? You know, that's, yeah. uh, that's like, what is that, a third of the season? It's almost third? halfway. Yeah, Almost week fifteen is uh season. week fifteen is the start of the playoffs. Fourteen is the end of the regular. So yeah, so 15, yeah. so we we so we are one third of the way through. I mean, I say only because I'm sitting at the top of the leaderboard at the only four and one team. So mm-hmm. yeah, third of the way through. And it should be five and one, but fuck you, Ben. Did you guys see my stat today that over half the league could be three and three after this week? Uh, yeah, I think I believe it. Yeah, I think it's seven teams, right? Yeah, this 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 uh this league's either gonna be like Shirley said before we got on here, we're we're gonna start to spread out or we're gonna get even closer. Yep, that's every week. But yes, no, but well, like I'm, this week, but like really, really I know close. what you're saying. Yeah. Based on the matchups, I mean, lots of threes and twos, lots of two, well, a couple twos and threes. I mean, one and four to turn to two and three, and yeah, you're you're 100 right. Um. Lots of three and twos are going against each other. No, the three and twos play the thir- the two and threes a lot. And so then two yeah. and threes play some one and fours. Um, and some of the twos and threes look like they could win too. So. Yeah. So it could be That's... a really tight, tight league after this week. Yeah. I don't know if I like that or I want to see it more spread out. I personally like it when there's a clear top and a clear bottom. The top and bottom will be there, but it's the middle that's going to be jam-packed. That'll be fun. I'm sure it'll be nice for those people in the middle to stress that out. Haven't been in that position in three years. Um, <laughs> but Sacco and Bendy. Yeah, we had a good matchup. I was in the car, and I was about to pick you, but I haven't picked you once this year to win, so I couldn't pick you, and I – you were the only one I wanted to pick and didn't pick, and I knew about <laughs> it, and I got bit in the ass for it. 
Yeah, I mean, um, I I'm really happy with this performance, mostly because you know I went, I needed a superstar, and my superstar went and immediately, you know, gave me some massive returns. Travis Kelsey scoring four touchdowns on Monday night to score me 33 and a half points when I needed 31 points, I think, to win uh, was huge. So shout out Travis Kelsey for single handedly winning me my matchup. Um, obviously. San Francisco defense at 20 points is your superstar. Also, that is that is one of my superstars. I was raving about them last week. I honestly have no idea how I got them off waivers in the fourth week of the season. Week one, I can understand, Uh, you know, there's always some good defenses available. Week two, same, but like week four, they should not have been there. I can't believe I got them. I'm ecstatic. Uh, But the other big breakout for my team, Brees Hall. What a fucking game from Brees Hall. 197 total scrimmage yards, three rushing t- uh, three rushing yards short of having both 100 uh, receiving yards and 100 rushing yards in the same game. Was vultured on two touchdowns by Michael Carter where he got tackled at the one-yard line. Could have had three touchdowns. Could have had a 40-point game. He looked great. He was amazing. And I am so happy, so, so, so happy that I drafted him where I drafted him. I got a lot of shit for that, and it is paying off. Before you continue, I I got a question. Is it time Mm -hmm. to retire? I'm not asking you. I'm asking everybody else. Is it time to retire the fleece hall? No, because I think it's just so funny. (laughs) It is pretty funny. But That's he is, he is making me my words. You drafted him at the beginning of the second round and could have gotten him at the end. Maybe I, dra- I drafted him. Third. I drafted him right Maybe. where he should have been drafted. If you if you include keepers, I drafted him as the RB seventeen. I think that is a totally reasonable place to draft him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you still because you had an, another second round pick, didn't you? I feel like you still could have yeah, got him later. I had I had one at oh, the end of the you, second round. Are you including like Travis Etienne in there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I think to be uh, fair, Etienne probably would have been picked around Brees Hall, like RB15 to like RB20 in that area. Really? Would have been like, oh, yeah. People were really high on ETN going into the year. People, Very high. People, I people don't think he's produced ETN where a, he should be. RB, uh, who, ETN or Brees Hall? ETN. Yeah, ETN's been a disappointment. Brees Hall's been fantastic. Brees Hall's RB9 on the air. And, <laughs> you know, for the first three weeks, he wasn't even the starting running back. He was playing less than 50% of the snaps. So... I love it. Uh, I'm making everyone eat their words with that with that draft pick. He's been a superstar for me. He's going to be part of my team, hopefully, for the next two years, as long as he stays healthy. I'm crossing my fingers right now. You guys can't see it, but I'm crossing my fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, th- those are the big things for my team. Bendy had a really good week, too. Josh Allen had 35 points, and, unfortunately, he was victimized by the fact that they blew out the Steelers, and Josh Allen didn't play for the entire fourth quarter. So, uh I only won by eight points. I don't think I mentioned the score, actually. It was 139.48 to 131.56. So the fact that Josh Allen sat out might have been the difference. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had a bounce-back week with 12 targets uh, and a touchdown. He had 23 points. Damian Pierce, also another rookie running back that looks really, really good. Uh, he got let down by his wide receivers this week. A.J. Brown and Chris Gowan combined for only 18 points. And then... The oof from Tyler Conklin. Uh, he had a big <laughs> old zero when he had Hayden Hurst on his bench go off for 17.3, which also he had Hayden Hurst in his lineup too to begin the week and tinkered him out for Tyler Conklin. And that also would have been the margin of victory if he uh, kept uh, Hayden Hurst in. 
But uh, other than that, he got a good performance from Raheem Mostert. Special teams kind of, you know, whatever. He had a good week. 131 points is nothing to scoff at. And he got married this week, which is the most important victory. So congratulations. Um, But yeah, he, you know, I just had a slightly better week in Travis Kelsey. Man, I love you. I'm so glad you're on my team. So. Does Kelsey score four touchdowns in a game again this year? Probably not, but he will not be, you know, he won't go seven catches for 25 yards instead. You know, maybe he has two touchdowns instead, but he'll probably have 95, 100 yards. So it'll yeah. bounce out. Um, Eric, are you at all concerned about Michael Pittman? Uh, not about Pittman himself. I'm very concerned about how awful that Colts offense is. I think they're averaging the least points in the points per game in the league. And they don't really pass the ball that much. Uh, they, they really just don't throw the ball because they don't really have that many offensive plays per game. So, mm-hmm. yes, I'm concerned about Pittman. I, you know, based off his first couple weeks, I thought he was going to be, you know, a top end wide receiver one, you know, anywhere from like wide receiver five to 10. Mm-hmm. I think now, realistically, I'm looking at a mid tier wide receiver two, which is not a bad, you know, it's, it's not bad at all. Uh, especially when I have Travis Kelsey and Brees Hall, you know, running, you know, those are my superstars now. I don't mm-hmm. need, you know, top end wide receiver numbers for Michael Pittman, but yeah, I, just I'm, I'm, I don't expect. I've been muted. So, I just realized I've been muted the whole time, but how do you feel mm-hmm. about the fact that Matt Ryan loves Pierce? He's been throwing to him the whole season. He's continued to throw to him. And um, I mean, nine targets, six targets, five targets over the last three games. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. Michael Pittman's still getting targets, too. He's gotten nine targets, six targets, eight targets in the last three games himself. So it's not like, you know, he's getting Alec Pierce is getting his at the expense of Pittman. They're both just getting theirs. It's more so that whole offense in general just kind of sucks. So real quick. So real quick. I know I I have some misses when it comes to my my takes, but is it fair to say that my Pittman take was actually correct? Uh, I forget exactly what your Pittman take was, but I believe you doubt his talent, right? No, I doubt his fantasy talent. I don't doubt his talent. I doubt his fantasy talent. And everything we just talked about is exactly why. I had a feeling that he was going to not be better than last year. I had a feeling he may be worse, part of that because of Alec Pierce, part of that because of Matt Ryan. I really just did not see alarm. And a lot of people were saying he's like early second round material, and I just did not see it. No, I mean again, he was a seventh round keeper. So you have to also understand the value that I have on that. But Um, in most mock drafts, he went at like that two four, two five range. Sure, sure, yeah. But yeah, you know, he's not going to – I don't expect wide receiver one numbers for the rest of the year. I'm sure there will be games where he has wide receiver one numbers. But, um, yeah, I'm not expecting high-end performance from him week in, week out now. He's not someone I'm leaning on to lead my team anymore. That's – like I said, that's going to be Kelsey and Brees Hall. They're going to – and honestly, the 49ers defense too. <laughs> those three – those are going to be the the three cogs of my – the key cogs of my team, I think. Yep, I agree. So did we hit every matchup? I believe we did. So does that mean we uh, we get into the trades that occurred this week? Yeah, we had two trades this week. Uh, the first one, Ryan, you were involved. Hold on, in. let's get the standings first. Hold on, I didn't realize I muted oh. myself by accident. But Trevor and Jared have taken the lead with my own five 
week. Eric is two and three. Jared went three and two. Trevor went two and three. And Ben went three and two. AJ, the guest of the week, went two and three. So clearly, picking from your car and texting at the worst time possible, not the best idea. Don't do it. Highly just don't recommend texting and driving, by the way. Uh, Trevor and Jared taking the lead at 14 and 11 on the season. Myself dipping below 500 at 12 and 13. Sacco still in Sacco position at 11 and 14. Ben, very close, uh, very close standings though this year. Indeed. Go ahead. Go Not a lot trade. of separation. So, yeah, so, yeah, go over your trade, Ryan. All right. Well, as it's very well known, my wide receivers is very deep with Mike Will, Dite, uh, Devontae Smith, and D Hop stashed on my bench. Um, I have some other issues, though, with the running backs and tight end being a big issue with Darren Waller. So I took the opportunity to ship D Hop, even though I love D Hop, I love the keeper value I had with him. And I love the fact that I probably could start him, but I saw my tight end spot as a big problem. And I also like the fact that I picked up Rashad Bateman as kind of a boomer bust player, as I know. But with me having Lamar, he could be have some upside. Uh, so I, I felt it was. I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie. I, I sorry to pause on that. I really think Devin DuVernay has taken it. I'm sorry. He's uh, continually put up all season. So anyway, it was one move of many moves that need to take place to turn my roster around, but I think it was a pleasant start. Uh, so we'll see. The only issue would be, and I'm aware of it, is what is Earth's production going to be when D-Hop is back. But I think he's still a big red zone target. And, I mean, when you look at his target share, He's in the middle of the field, and I think that's what Kyler likes because Kyler can't see above his linemen. So he kind of likes Earths being <laughs> – Earths is closer to the line at the times. So he's kind of like a safety net for him. It's kind of how it appears to Makes be. Makes sense. I don't, I don't think his production is going to necessarily go down. But we'll see. I don't, I, mean, think, time, I don't think it will either. Time will tell on that. But So that's basically my thought on the trade is I fixed one of my many needs. You know, yeah. Ryan, you got a lot of you got a lot of shit in the FSL group for it. I actually think you won the trade by a significant margin. Um, I don't really understand why Ben made this trade. I understand that he has David and Joku on the bench, but you know, there's so, like I was saying earlier, um, there's such a huge, huge need for tight ends in our league right now that I feel like you could have gotten much more value for Zacherts than what he did. Uh, I ben think Jared was making. Twat. He'll pick the wrong one. <laughs> I think well, he's Jared only got one good, to pick uh, from now. Yeah, he doesn't have yeah, to pick true. anymore. True. Um, but yeah, I think uh yeah, I think Jared made some good points about DeAndre Hopkins earlier today, and that you know he's 30 years old, he's coming off a suspension. Hollywood Brown is there now, you know, he's not gonna get you know a ton of and targets. that's Hollywood Brown that off. has such a connection with him, not like yeah. uh like a Hollywood that's or not a Hollywood, uh, not a mm-hmm. D hop that was disgruntled in Texas and ended up getting put in Cardinals and haven't been able to pan out. Yeah. This is the Hollywood that grew up, became a fucking football player with Tyler, and now is placed back into him and having the best season of of his career. That's not going to change. Now, I do think that between Hollywood and Ertz, who's going to have a higher chance of dropping production? I think it's It's Hollywood. It is Hollywood. 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 Yeah, it's definitely Hollywood. He his production will go down. I don't know what I don't know what you guys are talking about. 
It will, but I don't think Hopkins is going to be taking tons and tons and tons of opportunities from all these players. I think he'll probably be, you know, six, seven targets a game between like 50 and 70 yards. Maybe you get a touchdown from him. Do you think Hopkins will be the number one wide receiver on this team? No. No. Rondell Moore. Okay. Well, I disagree with all three of you. No. I think it's, I think it's Hollywood, but, um, okay. Well, regardless, but, Regardless, not just DeAndre Hopkins, the fact that you're able to offload K-Makers in this trade and get any value out of K-Makers at all is incredible. Uh, yeah, I just spent some fat. Ben would have taken like, that without K-Makers. Well, it, no, he wouldn't have because he, he wanted – he no. I worked he, had, he would have. That's fine, but he approached it to me as he wanted some RB. I needed the roster spot anyway. Cam was who was going to be dropped, so I just sent him to him. Okay. Sir, that man is a salesman, yeah. and – he absolutely would have done it without Cam Akers. Yeah, but I did text him for I, like a day and a half about it. Good on him for positioning it the way he did, making it seem like his main target was an RB help, but that wasn't his. No, RB. his main target. His, his main. His main. Target his main target was D Hop. Don't get it twisted. Yes, yeah. so he he made that very. <laughs> no, we're, we're all very. Yeah, we all understand that. But I, I think he got very very good value for D Hop. I think he got a pretty equal wide receiver. Very. I good disagree tight completely. End. And again, Cam Akers is nothing. So it wasn't like that I, I I wasn't undervaluing D Hop. I was feeling a need that I had. You drafted him to hold on to him, and have this sleeping giant on your bench. And you traded him the week before he came back. He did the exact same thing with Rashad Bateman last year. And frankly, I think that you just get tired of having him. And I don't know why you he drafted got, him. I said it at the draft that you would much. trade him before he came back. <laughs> I said it at the he draft. Got, yes, he, he did. Can confirm. He did. He did say that, but he got much better value this year for D Hop than he did last year for Rashad Bateman. He gave away Rashad Bateman last year. That was see, this is a great is, move for Ben. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I he think just got a one another wide receiver one. Both of us. I really do. I think it's one of those. Ben's that team I think, is Ben's team is nice. He's but I also over. I also filled a need that I had, and I had to make some sort of move. Like goddamn. And ben's part of it's because scary. Of, it's part of it's because Devonta Smith is doing a lot yeah. better than even I was anticipating. Ben's team looks fine. I'm not like super scared by it because Najee Harris has been a massive disappointment. But you know he's That's solid. Fair. That's Which fair. is Najee has been a massive disappointment. I I was telling people I would have drafted him probably second overall. Najee, really? Yeah, I would have taken him over Eckler. Absolutely, oh, wow. without a doubt, I would have taken him over Eckler. I was down on Najee. I think I had him as RB six. I had him one ahead of Aaron Jones in our draft rankings based on keepers. Wow. Yeah, I think if, for me it was Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, and then I think it was Najee. And it went Najee McCaffrey, went Eckler, Najee, Henry, Cook. Yeah. Saquon, Aaron Jones, Kamara, Chubb. Wow, I wonder if Bendy could do it all over again. Do you think he would take Eckler or D. Henry, or do you think Mike? Do you think Ben no. Bean? Do you think Bean I, would take Derrick Henry instead of Najee? Well, let's see what happens with uh, Matt Ja Rule being gone. I don't know if he would take uh, Derrick Henry over. Over Najee, but I think he would definitely take a different running back. I think he would probably take Saquon. Um, Wait, Ben? Or are we talking Ben? Yeah, Ben, because he was a third pick. First, pick, oh, I, I know for think... a fact he would have rather taken Derrick Henry. He would have rather taken Saquon. Obviously, I mean, now halfway through the season, hindsight's twenty twenty. Why? Why? Yeah. Wouldn't... I don't. 
I don't think Bendy and I just can't Iger believe like he bought an Aaron Jones jersey and then shipped him off the week <laughs> later. What the fuck is he like? What did he well, include the jersey in the trade? He likes Aaron Jones. <laughs> He's liked him for a couple of years. Apparently. Yeah, but you don't buy a jersey for a random team for a player know. and then yeah. ship him off. I I haven't bought a Tyreek. I haven't bought a Cooper. I haven't bought an Aaron Rodgers jersey. I haven't bought. I a only have Ford a Joe Burrow jersey. jersey anymore. So I have a Tyreek Hill jersey that I need to sell for fifty bucks to a coworker in the office, and <laughs> or not Tyreek Hill. It's a Tua jersey. Uh-huh. We had a uh, we had another trade this week though, right? I think Trevor was involved. You want to talk about it? Yeah, sure. Uh, it happened today during work, as the entire fucking league knows. Um, honestly, Ben and I were so fucking busy at work today. It was hilarious. We had just gone to lunch, and I came back, and I got a text from Nathaniel here. Like this was so fast. Look at this. He goes. Uh, he just texts me. Hang on. Let me just load these. Straight, it's just immediately out, out of the blue today at 2.30. He sends Higby, Kirk, Monty, enter, enter, Mandrews Hunt. That's all he sends. And I, I responded with the Leonardo DiCaprio gift. Uh, you had my curiosity. Now you have my attention. <laughs> and he goes, yeah? I was like, yeah, I'll even go win gifts right now. And he goes, well, this is happening too fast. <laughs> he goes, now I'm concerned. He goes, he, oh. been. he goes, he, he should have been. He goes, what do you know that I don't know? And I was like, there's nothing. I don't know anything that you don't know. Because I didn't. I mean, obviously, I mean, it's, what you do uh, know is you're about to fleece his ass. Maybe. Trade Maybe. Well, I like Christian Kirk. So honestly, Trevor, more... you, fle- you fleeced him. I didn't do anything. I accepted a trade. That's fair. You did you did you didn't propose it to him. He fleeced himself, but you enabled him in fleecing himself. <laughs> And I, I, an, an I let him know that I was like, I just, I had, I have too many Jags on my roster and it limits it too much. I was like, I need to move one of them. I wanted to move one this week. This is perfect. I think the thing that irritates me the most, uh, if, sorry if you weren't done, I'll let you finish, but no, nah, it's fine. I, think I, the thing him, irrit- I let him know I was concerned about selling low on Kirk, but I get it. Um, and I can't keep rolling out two Jags every week. And then he wanted to put a pin in it to let and his other parties two, know. At a minimum, three with Trevor Lawrence if you started him. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Nightmare, right? Uh, <laughs> but like uh, I told him I wanted to get it done before waivers today. So he said, fuck it. Let's do it. And then the rest was history. And then I went right back into my meeting and I just saw that the chat was just getting absolutely blown up and I had to mute the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I knew what y'all were talking about. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I knew what you guys were all going to I knew what everybody was going to say about it, but yeah. yeah I'm happy. I got was... Mark Andrews now. After the price that I paid last week for Travis Kelsey, who is pretty much Mark Andrews equivalent, uh, with less keeper value, Mark Andrews actually has keeper value. Travis Kelsey does not have keeper value. Yep. So maybe Travis Kelsey is worth a little bit more, you could say, in our league. Um, you mean Mark Andrews? Sorry, yes. Mark Andrews is worth yeah. a little bit more in our league. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, um, I know. That, I, paid, I, I thought about that, too. I was like, I'm getting I paid, so much cheaper than Eric. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah I paid significantly more for pretty much an equal player. Uh, and Nate the biggest thing for me is, you know, you can get a big return where you get, you know, like a five for two or a four for two, which is what Jared got, but you have to get a superstar back. 
you can't give up one of the best players in in fantasy and not get a premium player. The best player, not got, one of like top top two in his position. Right. Just is, uh, I know. I mean, just he, in general, fantasy in general. In general. Top, Mark Andrews is a absolute fantasy game changer. There's uh, maybe maybe ten players in fantasy who are fantasy game changers. Uh, two of which are tight end, I would say. Right, because it's but, a positional advantage, and you have yes. to spend up normally to get them that's why i honestly prefer to not draft them and then try to trade for them during the season but (laughs) yeah but the the best player nate got back was tyler higby who you know is having a great season but is tyler higby you know you shouldn't be expecting more than anywhere from tight end five to tight end eight out of him and if that's the best player you're getting back like what are you doing have you seen what higby's been doing though i mean I have drawing up plays for it. I have, and He's, it, he has the most targets in the league. Out of yeah. uh, sorry, most most tight end targets in the league. Yeah, most tight end targets in the league. Yes, and Don't you know who has all the points on that team? Yeah, Cooper Cup. Uh, he doesn't. Higby's not getting any touchdowns, but he he just put up what seventeen <clears throat> without a touchdown this past week. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it, no, Hig, Higby is a very fine tight end, but he should not be the headlining crown jewel of a package back for Mark Andrews. Like you should, and on top of that, he downgraded at running back. Well, it was a three Kareem for two. Hunt. I mean, but he downgraded at he downgraded at two positions, like significant. Well, I don't want to did say he though significantly. I don't think he down. I think it's a pretty lateral move at running back. R- running back was not a significant downgrade, but it's definitely a downgrade. Kareem Hunt has out has more points this year. He's averaging more points per game this year. He's I don't think better off. Oh well, yeah, because Demon got injured. Obviously, he's got more points. But no, Kareem Hunt also 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 point points per game as well. So in the games that they've been healthy, he's averaged more points per game too. Has uh, he? He's in a yes, oh week he one he had twenty three, and then last week he had fourteen. But he hasn't even hit ten yes. every week between that. He's averaging eleven points this year. Monty's averaging ten a game. Um. But regardless, he's in a better offense. And also, David Montgomery every single year has injury issues. Kareem Hunt does not have injury issues. Um, so that's another thing. Uh, I had Kareem Hunt. He he had he was injured all last year. What are you talking about? Was oh, you're start you're right. He had a quad injury. You're right. I forgot about that. Um, and don't forget you're right. that you're right. Chubb is the clear RB1 there. That's not even a question anymore. Oh, oh, for and sure. I don't, Chubb is well, always no, the RB1. I don't know. But, I know, but Hunt gets as his, much as it Hunt used gets to be. Touches. Not as much as it used to be. Yes, he might get a touchdown here. He might get a touchdown there. No, but if, it's just that Chubb is not like it used to Chubb be. is even better than he was before, which is just mind That's blowing. A, Have you seen how he runs right now? I mean, did you see nuts. the fucking weight he was bent or he was uh, squatting? No, oh my god, he he's he's not human. First off, it's awesome to see that he's broken out like this. I I love Nick Chubb. Good personally. for him. I'm, I, but, yeah, I love yeah him. but I mean, again, uh, actually. <laughs> As much as we love Nick Chubb, trust me, Nick Chubb is a superstar and total credit to him. He is the clear number one running back on that team. Kareem Hunt is still averaging like 15 but touches But he might a not end up on that team on the end of the season. If Kareem Hunt gets traded, it's only a benefit to him. Oh, that'd be amazing. Be, he, and he, would be, he would be the RB1 hurt, somewhere. If Nick Chubb gets hurt, this is what I was also thinking. If Nick Chubb gets hurt, Kareem Hunt is a game changer immediately. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, what about when so yeah. Monka's hurt? Then he's hurt. <laughs> Chubby dubby it. dubby then, then it's uh, then it's uh, Dearness Johnson. Yeah, yeah Dearness Johnson. Good call. He'll yep. actually do really, really well. Yeah, no, he will. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, uh, yeah, I, I really just don't understand this trade 
from Nate's I think you guys are though. flaming him too much, man. He got Higby, who, in my opinion, is the third best tight end, tight end in the league right now. Maybe fourth. Got he, it. Got it. He filled fourth. a hole no, or two, yeah. but he gave up way too much star power to do it. And he Mandrews, did not get. He did not get enough stars okay. back. Did he I get Mandrews a at a discount? Yes. Okay. Okay. Hang on. This happened today. This happened today. This happened today. No, no. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I got one more thing to say. Did I get Mandrews at a discount? Yes. Was it as big of a discount as all of you were making it out oh, to be? Oh, shut the fuck up. I don't up. think so. Okay. Yes, Next. absolutely. I, hold on. I got okay. one comment that Next. I have not get to say yet. One thing. Let's hear it. I'm just frustrated because I texted him for like four days. Offering talking him about better. He wanted, he wanted Mandrews. Or not, I'm sorry. Yeah. He wanted Mike Will. He wanted. And then it switched where I almost had him to take Dite and Waller. And he almost did that, and then he talked himself out of it. And then he turns around and gets no stars and does this. So that, that part – and I know there's other people that offered him star value. So it just didn't make a lot of sense for him to just come at you, do it so quick, boom, bada, bing, done. Vontae and Waller already sounds like a better return than what he got from our gamers. The difference is that you guys don't see Christian Kirk the way that Nate and I see Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk is a fine low end wide receiver too. I but think the Jags I, I, offense is just not going to. It's not even starting. that. It's that like you didn't. He didn't get enough. Like he he got no superstars. He got three decent starters. He should. I don't give him CD at Lamb. At least there. one superstar. I will not give him CD Lamb there. I don't make that trade. I'm perfectly comfortable sticking with Higby and Demont. And I think he should. St- I don't think. I think he should have passed on the trade too. I don't think he should ever should have offered it. I think if he's not getting a superstar, he shouldn't trade Mark Andrews. Well, there you go. Difference of opinions. Um, I think that most of the league agrees with you guys. Although I will say, I will, I would like to say one more thing. Uh, I was talking to Kunis earlier, and when the trade happened, Kunis said he wasn't quite sure. He thought it was pretty even. Hang on, no wait. And he said. Let me get an outside opinion. He showed his coworker. It's not in the league. His coworker said he likes Nate's side more. Oh, uh, so they don't know football. Cool. So what I'm saying right, his is coworker pro- saying. his coworker yeah. probably doesn't even watch Next. football. That's possible, but it, uh, he says it's his like football buddy. They they talk football all the time. I don't know. But did that person also know the keeper value of Mark Andrews? That's that's a fair point. If you factor in keeper value, fair point. Okay, that's fair. So, no, no, he didn't know the keeper value. Okay. All right. On to the Because the keeper one. value just now makes that it we've talked, Yeah, yeah, yes, the keeper value. <laughs> yes, we yeah. get it. We get it. We get it. Yes, we get it. Very Surely, good. this is what the league wants. That's all who listens to this. <laughs> this is what they want to hear. Surely yes. is pissed. <laughs> Surely does not like this trade. I'm just trying to listen out for Jerry. He's the one that's got to edit our bullshit. But that being said, on to the next week. And <clears throat> we have. No separation anywhere. Sorry, there is. We have what one more transaction to go over very quickly. We had a a big, big bidding war today for a tight end on the waiver wire. Oh my god! (laughs) You're really gonna do? You're really gonna have this platform right now? (laughs) Yeah, because I'm an agent. I'm an agent. I think we should give it to him. And the best part is, it's for Taysom Hill. He spent fifteen dollars, and the first comment after the waiver runs is, "Goes, I'm not even gonna play." He got him for a steal. It was only fourteen. Yeah, it was only fourteen. And, and I will, even, and I will trade him. I will trade him nice. for an offer of nineteen free agent. Dollars. I cannot wait to see him put up three points this week. And then it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. And if two weeks, 
No, no, no. If you he's scan got fourteen dollars to has, a homeless man. You're never gonna see that again. He has a very specific <laughs> purpose. He is coming in week eight when Travis Kelsey is on by in his revenge match against Trevor, who dropped him earlier this year, and he's gonna drop twenty on Trevor. And then I'll that, trade him to another tight end needy team because there are a possible. lot of tight end needy teams. That does happen to me. Like if, if it's going to happen to somebody, it's going to be happen to me. <laughs> but uh, again, like as I've been saying multiple times throughout this uh, podcast tonight, half the league needs tight ends. And I had the third most free agent dollars left. And, you know, I didn't really see myself needing to spend it on anyone coming up soon. I'm very comfortable with my depth. So I kind of want to just be a little agent of chaos and take away the top option on the waiver wire and, I love it because you just wasted $15. You had the most, you were, I think you had a hundred dollars. No, I was at 91. All right, real quick, before we move into next week, just some little free advertising. Darren Waller is on the trade block. Hit me up with his offers. (laughs) That's the real reason Ryan wanted to come on tonight. He's like, I just, Darren Waller is on the block. You want Cam Akers for him? I know somebody that would give you Cam Akers straight up for him. Probably. But the separation starts at the top. It's four and one. Myself, back to bed with the poop sack from the back to the front. Um, followed up by the person that I just beat, Raw Doggin. I do have the most points, by the way, in the league at 647.62. Nate is following that up at 646.26. So about a 1.36 point difference for me and Nate at the top. Uh, Nate is followed by Shavuato, Micah with the name change at three and two. There are like five, six, three and two teams. It's Saquon D's nuts with Jared still outplaying a bunch of people still proving those haters wrong. All my homies hate Bendy. Um, that's true. That is true. Kunis three and two as well. Glass house of Jonathan. I get it, Ben, because he's always hurt, but you don't have him on. Well, let's see if he plays this week. Uh, three to two uh, to infinity and beyond. I like that. Probably got that off of the internet somewhere. Way to go, Josh. Uh, I think I saw that on Google when I was looking for uh, fantasy teams to put for my work league. Uh, CD guidelines. That's where the script flips. Two and three for Trevor. Devonta, Devonte, and Associates. Also on here. Ryan, two and three. Sacco Wilson, Eric, also on here. Two and three. You guys are the three, two, and three players. Wow. Yeah, yeah, we are. That's interesting. Way to Bendy, represent. <clears throat> Bendy and AJ following up the rear. Bendy, of course, still in his most well-known position, the Sacco bend over the back special. Mm-hmm. Um, he has 581 points, which is more than Eric. I don't know who Eric is, but that's more than Sacco. That's more than Josh. That's more than Ben. Um just a little insight. Very interesting. Very interesting. But this week, speaking about Bendy, the former Sacco, congratulations on getting married. But I don't know if that's going to help you this week. You look like you're about to get destroyed. He doesn't have a starting lineup in yet. I don't you have Yeah, And I also if don't you have, actually. Uh, I don't even have Derrick Henry this week. We can try actually, figure it out for him. Yeah, if you actually plug in all of his players, I think it's he's either favored by like half a point, or he's or Trevor's favorite. Well, he doesn't have. It's a, actually he doesn't have a backup quarterback. Josh Allen's on by. Josh Allen is not on by. 
What? Josh Allen oh, versus the Chiefs. Oh my goodness! I'm looking at week seven. I'm looking at week seven. Hold on. Damian Pierce <laughs> is on by. Yeah, he, yeah, defense is on by. So what he's going to do is he's going to move. He's going to move Mostert to running back. And oh, he's there he put is against some, Trevor. He's going to put Deontay Johnson into his flex and he'll pick up a defense. Um, so he's going to add roughly twenty points to his total. But I wouldn't put Deontay Johnson in if I were him. I would put Jacoby Myers in. Uh, you made okay. that I mean, still, I'd, I'd agree with that, but either way, it's still about the same points. From yeah, it's, it's, it's about guys, yeah. guys, guys. He'll pick his own lineup. Yeah, whoever he picks, it's about from the same number of points. Mexico. Shout out to our I, Mexican listeners. I think it's uh, a pretty, a uh, pretty even matchup. I was going to say easy, a pretty even matchup. Um, I think because Trevor does not have Derrick Henry, who is his best player, even though he did just fleece Nate for Mark Andrews, I'm going to go with Bendy. I think Bendy wins this one after having a hard luck loss last week. Uh, Trevor had a hard, uh, not a hard luck win, but he got the, <laughs> he got lucky that Josh benched New England's defense. He put up 33 points. Hell yeah. So thank you, Josh. Uh, I, th- I think Fucking the luck idiot. comes around. I think the luck comes around this week. I think Bendy wins this one. I think Bendy Josh has Allen a lot and McCaffrey have another good, uh, Another good week. I will sure. say Bendy has a lot of green. Russell Wilson, I think, is going to struggle Monday night in, against the Chargers. I, I definitely I, – I, Does I think T-Law the get the I'll start? See. That was going to be my question. Why are you – or you just haven't set your lineup yet. It could be one of those. But I, I would be surprised if I – Oh, don't he made the change on the spot. It's, I would be surprised. On the show. <laughs> Russell <laughs> Wilson. The show. The in the Trevor starting spot Lawrence over Trevor Lawrence this week. I think that is a good move. Lucas Oil. I would like to say, though, Russ, eh, you know, never mind. I was going to say, he said at the end of his last game, if there's one thing he knows about himself, it's that he's going to respond next game. That's what he said five weeks ago. Did he? I don't know. I, think I, so. I just keep praying that he's going to somehow find, figure out how to play football again. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick Bendy. I think Eric just said he's picking Bendy as well. I'm yep. going to pick Trevor just because I see some major red flags with Bendy's team. Uh, his lack of tight end and him not having – I don't I don't see Raheem Mostert putting up 19 points. I think he's going to be more of like a 10-point player this week. So I, I think there's some big holes in Bendy's lineup and Trevor's amazing trade that he just made uh, definitely well, – Gives them gives them some firepower even through the bye week of Derrick Henry. So what, I, if, I, what if Raheem Mostert gets all the points because it's a rookie quarterback starting this week and it's just oh shit big people coming at me let me dump it to Raheem. Well, good for Raheem because Purdue boiler up. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually a big Raheem guy not only because of Purdue but just because of how freaking fast he is. He's pretty exciting to watch. He's so fast. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, my, my, I'm picking uh, Trevor this week. Cool. Thank you. Cool. And then uh, Jared, who had sent in his picks, he also took Trevor. Cool beans. So with that, next one coming up, let's take a look at another two and three separation matchup here. I guess let's look at let's look at you, Ryan. This is a 50-50 split, according to Sleeper, with a .54 difference at 107.9, 317, or 107.39. Yeah, so my only pitch this week is I have, 
I have some definite holes. Uh, Michael Carter could be a 17 point week, could be a three point week. We don't really know. We talked about Brees Hall earlier and how the workload he's getting. So I don't really know what to expect out of Carter. Um, obviously filling in because Damian Harris is out and I just don't have any other running backs. Uh, really solid management there. Um, I have DJ out. <laughs> yeah, I came on here to be a little honest. Uh, I've made some mistakes, but here we are. We're still two and three. We have a chance to make the playoffs still. So, But anyway, back to the matchup. Uh, there are some glaring holes in AJ's lineup. Uh, Brian Robinson. Josh Jacobs is out on bye as well. So yeah, Josh, you, yes, you Josh that. Jacobs is out on bye. So Brian Robinson's taking the spot there. Um, I can't believe they make bye week six in the season. So That's who knows? So early. Who knows what B Rob's going to do? Um, I'm not a that big... man is energized. I I think he's going to shoot out like a like a a bullet out of a gun. Nice. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna just finish my my spiel with this. Uh, Dawson Knox has not proved to be a good fantasy uh, tight end this year. Now I filled my tight end hole picking up Zach Ertz. <laughs> <laughs> you love having your tight end hole filled, don't you? <laughs> That's a big fill. Uh, it is. That is a big fill. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you guys finish this one after that. Yeah. You did that we, on purpose. The fuck you mean? Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. You know, how we have a, uh, you know how we have a matchup of the week and the blowjob of the week? Why don't we have a most disgusting, awful matchup of the week? Because that's what this should be. This is. This is the tight end. Probably, yeah. No, Eric, Sacco, 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 we're talking about Ryan's matchup. We're not talking about yours. Oh, yeah, I know, I know what we're talking about. This matchup's awful. Look at these running backs. Look at three of the four running sure. backs are going to be played. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Michael Carter, Brian Robinson, and James Conner, if he's injured and he doesn't play, it's going to be Eno Benjamin instead. Like, these running backs are <laughs> disgusting. Actually, dis- actually <laughs> disgusting. And then we're looking at fucking Dawson Knox at tight end. We're looking at, oh, my God. This Rashad Bateman out of the flex. <laughs> My God, this is actually disgusting. I don't want to pick either. I guys. will say whoever has the better receivers will win this game. It's Debo and Mike Evans versus Mike Will and D and, and Devante. So Devonta for all of you. Uh, and then Lamar. I mean, this is yeah, you're right. It is pretty bad. <laughs> this, this matchup is awful. Like truly awful. I'm I'm gonna go with AJ again. Like I think the one and four team is gonna beat the two and three team again. But like, holy shit, this matchup sucks. These Are might be the, the these might be the two again? worst teams. Uh, because the Bendy and Trevor were one and four versus two and three, and I picked Bendy, who was the one and four team. That's not fair. I, it's not that they're the worst teams. It's that Josh Jacobs and Devontae are on bye. It's TJ Hawkinson's on bye. <laughs> That's what he's saying. Yeah. Worst team. I mean, I saying it's a terrible matchup. I still no. Wow. I, I I still stand by. I think these might be two of the worst teams. I I think. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to stand by that. Eric, I think. Talk to me at the end teams. of the year, please. Would you? Okay, I will. I'm very hey, happy with my team. Last man. year, Sacco here last year too said that he was very worried about Nate's team. And no, that his I said team that about, no, 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 was no, no, no. built different. That, no, no, no. Yeah. I said that about. 
Josh's team, not Nate's team. So what you're saying is, about everybody. What you're saying is, is I have a chance. Yes. Uh, you have a chance to finish as Sacco. Yes, that is true. I doubt it. Um. Yeah, I'm taking AJ. Jared also is taking AJ. So you guys are all taking AJ. Yeah. So the smart thing here would be to take AJ in. At worst, it's a push, and I keep my status in first place, right? <laughs> You're already worried about that in week six. <laughs> I would I would be talking about I'd be talking like that too if I was at the bottom. I'd be talking like that too if I was desperately trying to hold on to a three-point lead in week six. Oh yeah. my god. Desperately. But also okay. I kind of just think AJ's gonna win because he's got Debo Samuel, Mike Evans, and Tom Brady. And I think that could be the real difference maker here. So I'm gonna take AJ as well. Cool. And that yeah, pretty much sleep. guarantees a Ryan win. Extra I appreciate that is it. True. No problem. <laughs> that is true. Can we What's talk? The next matchup? By the way, can we pause this real quick? Because we have the 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 recap came out with Micah's uh, statistical power rankings via the pledge book, and it's just so far different than the the coaches' polls. And I just thought mm-hmm. that people would find it very interesting to see Josh's name in last. Ben right behind it. Sacco, AJ, Bendy, Kunis, Ryan is in sixth on this poll. Nate in fifth, Trevor at four, Jerry at three, Shilly, and then of course Shocker. Jerry at makes three. The yeah, I'm mm-hmm. second, and Micah makes the poll, but Shocker, Micah I'm second. Eighth, by the way, that's absurd. I don't give a fuck about that. I think Jared's the got a book, good team. Or, I think the coaches yeah. poll is fantastic. <laughs> got a good team. Shut the fuck. Jared's up. got a pretty good team. I like Jared's team. I've been high on it all year. Those I, I those running backs. High. I've been, scary. I've been that's all that's, they facts. that's what you need in this league that's not true i'm a i'm a wide receiver guy running i was gonna to, say but, what are you talking about but running backs have, have running backs have rosen to occasion for me this year by the way the coaches pull just for those wondering bottom up instead of it being from josh it goes to bendy ryan aj sacco there's josh tied at seventh with ben Jerry instead of three, he's six. Kunis, Trevor at four. Nate instead of five, he's three. Micah didn't make this poll, so he's two. And then myself with 10 votes from the majority of the league at number one. So Micah, Micah did not pay, make the statistical power rankings either. Those are done by the pledge book, and those are all statistically driven. We do not do any biases. We do not do any rankings ourselves. They're all based on stats. Interesting. Very interesting. So the coaches poll is all, you know, it's, 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 bi- everyone's got their biases. The power rankings should be, you know, they should be unbiased. Yawn. Yawn. Stats can lie. Matchup. Yeah. Trevor, you're literally, you're literally fourth in the power rankings and the statistical power rankings and you're complaining. Yeah, but Jared's ranked to third. By I don't, points. I don't understand he's, that. Jared's got the worst team in the league. I very, very true. much disagree with that. Very Are you much kidding? Is it just because he's your rival? Are you that biased? <laughs> he's got one of the worst teams in the league. No, no I don't think he about does. The, if we're going to talk about the worst team in the league, we're going to bring up Sacco, and we're going to discuss his matchup against Micah and how he's going to get blown the fuck out again. Dude, he's got Gabe Davis, Curtis Samuel, and A.J. Dillon. Like, Gabe Davis, is, he's it's, got, it's two weeks. 
relax. At the end of the season, we're going to look back on it, and he's going to have done this four to five times over the course of the whole season. And that's all he needs to do. That's to probably yeah. That's playoffs. probably all no, he needs to do. That is not all he needs to do. That's his wide receiver one. He's already banked three wins. He has two top ten running backs. He has he has a very good tight end, a top five tight end in Dallas Goddard. Like he has enough to win every week. Or if those three players get him eighty points, the rest of his roster his forty points. His quarterback isn't terrible. If his quarterback's putting over twenty, it's it's a dub. All right. Well, Jared has Jared has enough Jared has enough firepower to at least sneak in the playoffs. I think as like a set, as like a five or six seed. I don't see him going much farther than that, but I don't see him as one of the worst teams in the league. I agree with Shelly here. I at, at the beginning of the season I did, but he's made enough moves where I think he's in a fine spot and banked enough wins as well. Okay. But uh, yeah, if Shelly wants to talk about my team and my mashup now, we can do that. I play uh, I play Micah this week. Uh, I am projected to lose 124 to 117, although Micah does not yet have a kicker, so it would probably be roughly around 130 to 117. So Sleeper sees this as a uh, big underdog, as a big, you know, they see me as a big underdog. Shelly seems to agree. Uh, Mahomes versus Burrow is a pretty, you know, tough quarterback matchup. Mahomes obviously has, has an advantage, but Burrow's been pretty solid this year. He started off pretty bad, but he's redeeming himself. Uh, he did not. He does not deserve to be called Burass anymore. Uh, then we have, <laughs> honestly, I think these. I think Eckler and Brees Hall are pretty even uh, as running back ones. I oh my god! Even. Shut the fuck up. You think Brees is better? Okay, that's fair. I, I don't. I won't argue that at all. Is everybody else on mute? Are you guys not saying anything? Are you not paying attention to what he's saying? Are you just letting him ramble? I'm talking yes. about my matchup. Okay. Go ahead. C- continue. Continue. Yeah. Uh, continue. He, Have fun you know, with Eckler. Ha- you know, he's put up 30 the last two weeks. If he puts up 30 for a third straight week, you know, hat tip to him. He's he really does listened have to our podcast. He has really listened to our podcast. Power to him. But uh, I will say Damian Harris being out for a couple of weeks and Micah having Ramondre Stevenson is very scary. Uh, I think Ramondre Stevenson is going to have a huge game, yep. but I also think JK Dobbins is going to have a bounce back game after only having like 50 yards last week. I think he does a lot better against the giants. Um, mm. Justin Jefferson is always scary to go up against, but he's also starting Darnell Mooney. So that kind of balances itself out. He has one elite player and one complete afterthought. I've got two decent players. Uh, I really need Terry McLaurin to go off on Thursday Night Football against the Bears, and hopefully Michael Pittman can put uh, get me a touchdown this week. And then obviously at tight end, no one's matching up with Kelsey. Uh, he's got Robert Tanyan, who sucks. Flex, he's got Kamara. I've got De- Devin Singletary, although if Mike Thomas is healthy, I might start Mike Thomas, might start DJ Moore. And then, of course, San Francisco defense is my biggest weapon. So the Jets I, I don't are about to run have... train on Green Bay. Oh, yes, we are. Uh, Green Bay cannot stop the run this year, and we have one of the best running backs in football. I was going to say two of the best running backs in football, but Michael Carter is good, but he's not one of the best running backs in football. Brees Hall is one of the best running backs in football. Um, Are you talking about Nick Chubb? Nick Chubb is also one of the best running backs. Nick Chubb is one of the best running backs in football. Yeah, he is is certainly up there. I agree. But yeah, I'm projected to lose by a lot. I think it's going to be a lot closer. I'm pretty happy with my chances this week. Um, What do you guys think? So I, long story short, I'm actually going to pick Sacco in this one. 
Um, he made a he he did his typical talk about his team for really 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 long, but I think there were some good points that were made. Um, <laughs> thank you, Ryan. Thank you. I gotta sit here. We're talking about take- Darnell Mooney, right? No, yeah. that's Micah's team, sir. That's I know. Team. I know. That's a, po- that's a good point. That's that the you point. Made. <laughs> and his yeah. point about Tunyon, I like that as well. Um, and I also think, unfortunately, Fleece Hall is getting better and better and better every week. Um, but I will say this. Pittman and McLaurin can get you 30, 35, 40 points a week, but they also can get you six points a week. So it really yep. – matter i think that is the key to this matchup is what do your two wide receivers do but long story short i'm riding with sacco i think that's a very fair assessment okay well have fun with that mine's on micah for obvious reasons first off micah's team doesn't suck and sacco's does so we'll just leave it at that (laughs) okay I love all, I love the bulletin board material that you've been giving me, Shelly. Love it. Can I ask why you're not starting <laughs> Taysom Hill, though, after spending $14 on him? Because he wants uh, to wait till he plays Trevor and then trade him, apparently. I really, just, I there's really, no real reason. There's no real reason to start him over Kelsey, obviously. I can't yeah, start him over Singletary. I'm yeah, I can, through Instagram I right now and it that. just pulled up a t-shirt shirt for the Falcons. Like, it heard me say that, and now... Why are you scrolling through Instagram right now? We're on a podcast. Well, Sacco was talking for 20 minutes and I got bored. Um, (laughs) uh, So why am I starting Singletary over Taysom Hill? Because uh, I think Singletary, after getting rested last week uh, with the rest of that Bills offense, is going to have a huge role this week uh, against the Chiefs. One quarter. What? Nothing. Keep going. Um, <laughs> oh, you're saying how much he got rested for for a quarter? Yeah. Um, no, it was a little bit more than that. But regardless, uh, they're going to have to keep up with the Chiefs. I think Singletary is going to have a huge role. Uh, I don't think Gabriel Davis has 170 yards again. Uh, I think they'll spread it around more. Um, I like him as a start this week. So I- I've considered other options, but I don't see myself really changing from him. Yeah. Um, cool. I got to say... I see the path where Sacco wins, but Patrick Mahomes plays Buffalo this week. And with the three running backs that Micah has in his starting lineup and Justin Jefferson, like any one of them could go off for massive points mm-hmm. this week as well. Um, Not even a question. So I'm, I'm taking Micah here. Okay. Very good assessment, Trevor. And let's see. Jared also took Micah. Shocker. Well, hey, Ryan, I thought you took Sacco. I did. did. Somebody had him selected for Micah. Hmm, interesting. It's okay. I think I'm not in charge it. of the spreadsheet, so <laughs> I guess it's just automatic to pick against Sacco. I get it, but yeah, that's probably <laughs> what it was. This will be a fun matchup, Ben versus Josh. Oh, we still got a lot of matchups to do, don't we? We got what three more? We're, yeah, yeah we're halfway and, through. Two, three, and two matchups. So this is a nice three and two Jones. Kyler versus Gino. Gino Smith it's has been weird. fantastic, and He's it is him. so annoying. 
because I should have him on my team. No, I'm just upset with myself. I'm saying I should have him on my team. I should have oh. picked him up. That's all. I'm so annoyed. It's a, weird, it's a weird thing to say, but I hate Ben's running backs. Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, and I just. That's a weird just, thing to say. At the but beginning of the Najee, I understand. Imagine saying that. Well, Jonathan Taylor might not even play this week. True. He didn't practice. He didn't practice today. I, I like. I I want to pick Ben because Josh's team is so injured. But I can't like in good conscience pick Ben if I don't know if Jonathan Taylor's playing. That's uh, fair. Well, I, do, I do like if those two guys could turn it around. I do like Ben's team a lot. But wait till he's D Hob, dude. Oh. So I'm saying wait till. But the thing is, is his running backs got to turn it around. Is that going to yeah. happen? I think Jonathan Taylor turns it around and ends. I think Jonathan Taylor finishes as an RB one. I think he has some big spike weeks as well. But yeah, especially as teams get more worn out and they got to face the wrath that is Jonathan Taylor. It is really yeah. well documented that Josh's team statistically is the worst team in the league in the power ranking. I have been saying this since day one. I've not let my foot off the gas. I'm sorry, Josh. I know you don't listen to when I speak on the pod, as you have clearly alluded to, but I don't see past Jamar Chase and Waddle as your two best, and Waddle hasn't done much for the last two weeks and won't until Tua comes back. So, Yeah, I think when what Tua... about Dalvin? I said what I said. I don't think Josh he had one good is, week. He had 26 points. He had one good week all season. Yep. 10, 27, me. and 13. That's not what you choose with your yep, against me. Back pick. In Josh's defense, uh, Elijah Mitchell getting hurt, Tua getting hurt. I mean, he's got he's had some things go against him. I don't think he's close to the worst team in the league. I think he's probably somewhere in the middle. And Dak got hurt too. Yeah. Well, Dak. Half his team is injured. Yeah, I I think I think if injuries didn't play a, such a big part in his team, I think he'd have a top six team for sure. Yeah, I, but I agree back to the, back to this matchup though. Um, I think I'm gonna ride with uh, Bean. I think that to Trevor's point, Jonathan Taylor, he's gonna turn it around. Okay, no, well, I'm gonna pick Beam with the assumption that Jonathan Taylor is playing. Um, if he's not, you got, you got, you got to stick with your convictions. No, I'm sticking, I'm sticking with it. I'm, I'm picking Bean, but I'm just saying if, because I think Jonathan Taylor is going to play, but if he didn't play, I'd obviously go with Josh. But I am riding Bean. I agree. Um, I'm going to ride Bean as well. You guys uh, are riding Bean. Just again, I don't like. Yeah, Josh's. we're going to fill his tight end hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great, Brian. Nice. Um, let me put it up here real quick. I don't like the – I mean, he does have good matchups, Josh, with Dalvin Cook and potentially in Miami. It depends on what Miami shows up that day. Jamar Chase against New Orleans, I feel like Lattimore and the New Orleans defense can shut him down. And then especially if T. Higgins isn't playing. Um, 
again, Waddle, same thing. Fryermuth might not play. Metcalf has been a unicorn this year. Um, I'm going to say Ben again, yeah. So Jared took Josh. I'm also going to take Josh. Again, I don't feel comfortable taking Ben without knowing if Jonathan Taylor is going to play and he didn't practice today. So I just have to assume he's still, you know, probably going to be out for another week. I also think Kenneth Walker coming in this week for Josh gives him a huge, huge, huge boost at RB2, which was a big issue for him before. Um, So I think those two reasons, uh, obviously, you know, Chase and Waddle is a great combo if they can ever get it going in the same week. Uh, I think Frymuth is going to play. He practiced today after having a concussion. As long as he doesn't have to go on the tight end wire and get, you know, some bum. I don't even know who's left on the tight end wire at this point now that I took Taysom Hill. I think Josh is a – I'm going to take Josh here. I'm going to think he's going to win. Yeah, he is a bum. This one's he would tough. fall under the bum category. Hunter Henry. This Hunter one's really Henry. tough. I don't think Fryermuth plays though. I mean, he practiced today in a limited fashion. It's just a con- if he it's just oh, a concussion. He? So if he can if he can clear protocol, you know, I don't see what he wouldn't I don't, play. My Twitter notes. Well, protocols here. have changed now because of uh, mm-hmm. because of Tua Tagovailoa. Oh, for sure, for sure, but. I don't know. Practicing, you know, already, even if it was just in a limited capacity, gives me hope that I think he's going to play. Obviously, I think Josh is going to probably go out and grab a tight end off the waiver wire regardless, just as insurance, but I think Fryermuth plays. So historically, Tyler Lockett torches Arizona. What do we think? I mean, mean, Josh has Metcalf as well, but we'll see. This one's tough, I think. It's very tough. It is a tough matchup. I think they both have great teams this week, especially. Just like you said, Kenneth Walker is huge for Josh. Yep. And when when Ben adds in D-Hop for Thielen, ho, ho, ho. Yeah, I... I, I, Fuck. I'm going to take Josh, and that's just because I like Kenneth Walker over Najee. And uh, yeah, Waddle over Thielen, I think. But other than that, that's 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 the only reason. I mean, this this is a very close matchup. I can see it go either way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. We got one, two more matchups to go. Two more matchups. Which one do you guys want to go over? Why don't we go over your matchup, Shelley? Uh, you're playing Kunis this week. How do you feel about your matchup? Fantastic, as usual. Um, just taking a look, Herbert against uh, Denver doesn't look too too good. Just knowing Denver's D has been very good, but Chubb is matchup proof. Miles Sanders against Dallas, um, hopefully he can snag a touchdown or two. Uh, Cooper Cup against Carolina is like godsend. Uh, Carolina is not good, not good, not good, not good, not good. Uh, Hollywood against Seattle, their defense, I'm not too sure about. I don't really know. I don't, I don't, I know they just gave up like 100 points to Detroit, so can't be that good. Um, Kittle, again, I'm gonna be at this game, Kittle, Drake London. So hopefully, I just get to watch them go back and forth. Uh, shout out to my wonderful girlfriend Rachel for her pops getting seats on the 50, 20 yards, 20 rows up, and pumped. 
to watch this game. Um, I am not too thrilled to see Tyreek and Joe Mixon on the other side. Really more nervous about Melvin than Joe Mixon. Uh, you can see Melvin getting two touchdowns this week. Maybe a fumble. Um, who knows? But Kyle Pitts, really excited to see this in live, in person and live. Um, him getting absolutely no looks whatsoever from Marcus Mariota. So really, really excited to see that live. Hmm. You'll also get to see George Kittle getting no looks live. Oh No, no, no. I'm going to see him live on his breakout game of the year, and I'm going to go absolutely fucking crazy for it in a Drake London t-shirt jersey. Thank you, his, courtesy of Nate. His breakout game of the year where he gets three pancakes as the backup left tackle. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. He had a big game last week. It was negated because of a because of a holding or some ridiculous penalty. I, I don't know, but I'm excited. This is going to be a good week. Really solidified my position. Five and one, I feel like is a fantastic way to start the season. It should be six and oh. Uh, it doesn't matter. Fuck you, Ben. But I, this is the week I think that turns into the playoffs for me. Locks it and solidifies it. I think five wins solidifies a playoff first. I think that five wins in six weeks gives me eight weeks to get three wins. Yeah. What if Cooper Cup tears his ACL this weekend? Weeks of injuries to happen. Wow, that is really fucked up of you to say. No, it's not. I'm just saying, like that is a very real possibility. That could happen to any player at any point. Absolutely. So, Shelly, Shelly, just so you know, I went five and one in six weeks last year. I finished the season six and eight. Not start. Five and oh well, congratulations! I had a I went five and one in six weeks. That does not guarantee the playoffs. You started six and eight. Yes. No, I finished started, finished six and eight. You finished six and eight. I just don't so want you to get too comfortable. One and seven. Uh, yes, I did. Okay, so that's not what I said. I said if I could squeak out three wins in the next eight games, that is a lot. No, no, I I, I know what you're saying, but I'm saying you've won. Or if you win this week, you'll have won five games in six. Uh, in six weeks, it doesn't guarantee the playoffs. No, that's I'm not saying. saying it guarantees it. I say it I didn't. I didn't expect all, this all to take this long. I was just. I was just <laughs> trying to throw a little shade. Can we continue? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I'll, yeah, talk about, I'll talk Feel about. I'll talk about Shelly Talk about matchup. This is one. this is the blowjob of the week. I think for pretty obvious reasons. Um, Kunis's team is really injured. Shelly's team is doing great right now. Um, he's pretty outclassed at pretty much every single position. Um, even where he, you know it's close, where you know Kunis has a stud at, at wide receiver at Tyreek, Shelley has Cooper Cup, and then you know his next wide receiver is Alan Lazar versus Hollywood Brown. You know, Shelley's got the advantage there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's pretty much across the board, Shelley just has better players. Um, I think it'd be a little bit Closer, obviously, if Kunis had his whole complement of players, if DeAndre Swift wasn't on by and wasn't injured, it would be a big one. Um, but, yeah, this is my blowjob of the week. Shelly's going to win this one. Yeah, I agree with exactly what you said, minus the blowjob maybe. But I just think Shelly has the better player at every position down the board. And any one of them could – well, most of them could have great games, so. I'm taking Chile as well. Who's the one that you're thinking can't? I'm assuming Miles Sanders. That's exactly who I was thinking. <laughs> okay. 
because he has the I, he has the toughest matchup being a running back against the Dallas. Yeah, he's got to play. Ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. I saw Miles Sanders. I wonder. I wonder how that game is going to go, especially with Jalen Hurts trying to yeah. run against them too. It's going to be an interesting game. I think it's. Do we think it's a high scoring game or a low scoring game, guys? Low. I'm not even talking about Miles Sanders. I'm talking about the game itself. Low. Mm. I think probably, it's a high, probably a high scoring game is my guess. I think Dallas da- is Dak back. Dak is back, right? I think Dallas has a. I don't Dak think he's will back, not be he? back. He will not be back this week. He barely practiced today. I think Dallas has a good defense, but I think Dallas is going to put up points on Philly, and I think Philly is going to be forced to catch up. And I think their offense is too potent to keep out for too long if they're you know forced to play hurry up and you know try to move the ball as quickly as possible. So I think it's going to be a pretty high scoring game. Okay. I also think Dallas wins, by the way. I think Philly – I think they break their undefeated streak. I think Dallas wins this game. Well, I hate them both. I hope they tie zero to zero. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not even kidding. Uh... Like, that's not a joke. I genuinely hope they tie zero to zero. I think this is a big week for Sholey. I think Sholey does get to the 5-1 mark. Um, I think with Kunis having Swift out, he's got – Goff on by. Um, I think he's got definitely has some holes in his lineup. Um, I'm surprised he's not starting Judy over Lazard, but I guess it's kind of a toss up. But anyway, I think looking at uh, the just full lineups, I think Trevor made a good point. I think Sholey's just kind of better at almost every position. So I, I'm going to ride with Sholey on this. Yep, that was definitely my point, not Eric's. Not at all, Eric. I don't know who Eric is, but Sacco made the point too. Nope, I know. I made that point. Thank you. For I heard it was. Yes, credit. you definitely made the point. Definitely. <laughs> I heard it was Trevor because Trevor's loud and confident in himself, unlike a last place Sacco would be. So, right. whoa, because I've never been there. Right. Whoa. Right. I, I gotta throw shade where I can. I gotta throw shade where I can, Sacco. <laughs> if there's one thing I am not lacking in, it is self confidence. Let's be real. That's, that's a fact. <laughs> that's that's true. Let's, let's, that's let's be true. real here. Uh, that's true. Let's, you, let's you be real. Self confidence. <laughs> whether, whether it's warranted or not. <laughs> you, you, you can take me for a lot of things, but you can definitely cannot take me on my self confidence. That is fair. Either way, we're round, shall we? <laughs> All right. Well, everybody's last, riding with me. What about Jerry? Jerry is also riding with you. Last but not least, who we got? We got Jared versus Nate. Two interesting teams who I think have taken very different directions with the trades that they've made recently. One is on the upswing. One is definitely on the downswing. I just beat the shit out of Nate. Jerry's going to win. And he didn't even, he doesn't even have his best player to play anymore. He doesn't even have Martin Mandrews. It's not even, I don't think it's going to be fair. I like Gabe Davis against Kansas City. Whoa. The Gabe Davis hater turns into the believer. What? Nah, it's just big plays. And that's what that game is going to be a lot of big plays, I think. Um, Did you guys see that? Because. Amon Ross St. Brown is on by. Nate has to start Rondale Moore. I did. That doesn't have terrible. to. Gets to. But- 
<laughs> he's gonna pick somebody up off the wire. It's gonna be like I don't I think don't so. Oh my god, that's embarrassing. I think he's gonna start Rondell more. Maybe he flexes Kirk into that and then switches, you know, and puts someone How else in a flex. How do you not but... trade for Kirk and then like make it better than this? You got to do better than this, Nate. You just turn Debo. Can we just go over this one more time? He just turned the combination of Debo Samuel and Andrews into what? Aaron Jones, Tyler Higby, David Montgomery. Um, Christian Kirk, Elijah Moore, Christian Kirk. Yeah, a bunch of decent players. No, like great players. I haven't heard a single name. Christian, that. Oh my god. Aaron Jones is the best one of the bunch. Yeah, but... I, that's the only one that is like a yeah. you can put up thirty points on any yeah. given week. Yeah. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I can put up thirty points. Oh, wait, yeah, wait, you guys are just talking about, about the trade. Yeah. The yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, Jalen Hurts yeah. is a cheat code. Jalen Hurts yeah. is fantastic. He's, it's him, yeah. Lamar, and Mahomes, and Josh Allen. But Josh Allen yeah. is just a different cheat code. <sighs> and Russell Wilson. Oh, no, Russell Wilson is a cheat good. code. It's just not a good cheat code. <laughs> no, for your team. Like, good for your team, not the other team. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, he's a cheat code for the other team. It's like It's like taking away one of my players. Yes, pretty much. But yeah, I mean, I I really don't like Nate's team. I can't I can't bet on anyone who's using David Montgomery or Khalil, Her- Khalil Herbert as a starter. Um, you just should not be rostering any Bears in fantasy football. Um, they all suck. So <laughs> I yeah, I'm gonna go Jared here. Um, his running backs are gonna carry him again, uh, especially for it against Pittsburgh. That is a very, very, very good matchup. And I think Saquon is matchup proof at this point. It doesn't matter who the Giants are playing, he's gonna get his 25 touches, he's gonna get his yards, he's gonna get his catches. Saquon is their offense. So uh I'm going Jared. That's not true. Danny Dimes is Danny Dimes is I thought he was in concussion protocol. Ryan, is that a rat? <laughs> Um, regard, regardless, <laughs> regardless, uh, yeah, Jared is my pick. His running backs are great. Oh, mm. Courtney heard that. Jared is also my pick. What's happening? Oh my god! I mean, <laughs> this is great content right here. Is is T Higgins gonna play? I don't know. I don't know. I offered him a pretty good trade for T Higgins, and he just never responded to me. He he said, oh, "I like that. I'm interested." And then we just never continued the conversation. <laughs> hey, he's a married man. I'm also life gets in the way. If you text me in the middle of the day for a trade, like there's a chance I'm going to offer you the same exact thing I've offered everybody else for anything that you're asking. Hollywood. Well, no, no, it's a combination of the same two people or three people. And it's fine because until I see somebody that I actually want to go for, it's not going to change. Because again, I, I don't know about you guys, how, 
how can you possibly fathom blowing up a roster and trading either Chubb or Cup? If you had my roster and somebody came to you with a trade, would you ever trade Cup or Chubb? Probably not. Not unless you're just getting absurd value. Yeah. I think I think I could definitely be talked into trading Chubb. Uh, it would be a lot more difficult for me to consider trading Cup, especially since you can keep him again next year. I mean, the goal is to get as many points at each position as you possibly can. Chubb but is I'm a second-round keeper. Yeah. You could keep them both if you wanted. I could. Mm-hmm. And have no picks in the first round. Call me Jerry. I'll trade all of my four through eight, and I'll start picking in 10, and I'll take Gabe Davis. <laughs> I mean, shit, if I was you and I ended up with, like, middle of the tier, first round pick, I'm trading all the way to the very back. I'm keeping Cooper Cup. And then I'm trading all the way to the back of the second round, and I'm keeping Nick Chubb. Yeah. And I'm recouping as much value in between or with my trade backs as I can, and I'm building a top end stock. Yeah. I mean, granted, there's a lot of season left. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Of course. But – you understand my point. It's just hard for me when people are like, I'm hard to trade with. It's not that I'm hard to trade with. It's that I just don't have many options to trade. Right. So what are you talking about? Hey, the year I won, I made one trade. He's basically saying people don't like Hollywood, which is, you know, understandable. I personally think it's fine. I have no issues with Hollywood. I don't think I've been offered Hollywood. But With with the questions um, around Hollywood right now, you're not going to get top dollar value for him. And there's a chance that he's still. That's not who I've been offering him. You're getting less value. Chances are you're getting less value. than (laughs) I've been offering Drake London in my trade. Interesting. Interesting. A lot of keeper value there too, probably. That yeah, there, 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 there's value. keeper value that in both for sure. Receiver one, and I'm sorry, I'm not going to be dropping Pierce again because that's just silly. And I have a feeling that listen to this guy play. getting all excited about the Atlanta and Indianapolis offenses. <laughs> <laughs> He's just Call dying to be hurt. <laughs> Call me Ben. Uh. Uh, Ryan and Shelly, you guys got to make your predictions for Nate versus Jared. What are you guys thinking? This whole time, I've been muted trying to cut you guys off on that tangent about uh, Shelly's team. So we could talk about this. (laughs) And apparently I was talking to myself. So (laughs) Jared's team, uh, long story short, uh, I've said that a lot on this podcast and it ends up being a long story. I like Jared's team. I think he (laughs) I think he and does that too. He goes long story <laughs> short, and then he tells a long ass fucking story. It's yeah. like, that is not a short story. Hey, hey, first thing is admit your problem, and I admit it. <laughs> so, Jared, Jared's team. I think he's going to keep rolling with uh, what he's got cooking. The only thing is, is I, I don't. I'm not as big as on Goddard as you, some of you guys are, and I'm definitely not a. Uh, AJ Dillon fan, so he definitely has some holes in his lineup. We all have holes. Um, some are tight end holes, some are other holes. Uh, we all have holes. That's the name. We of all the have pod. holes. That's the name of the episode. We all have holes. <laughs> but Nate's team, I think overall Nate's team is way better. I think, but having to start Rondell Moore, even though Rondell Moore is looking pretty nice so far this year. Once D Hop comes back, who knows that'll be the same case. But Rondo Moore is looking pretty good. Uh, but I, I think I'm still going to ride with Jerry this week. Is that a clean so sweep? 
Everyone taking Jared? Wow. Well, Shall you take your Jared? Yeah, I took Jared, but Rondell Moore looking good this year. He's the number 102 wide receiver. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying... Hey, that is good for a Purdue wide receiver. No, I'm just saying the <laughs> fact that... 10, 10 receptions. I mean, granted, he had seven of them against Philly, and he's only played two games. Point, and, point being, he was hurt. Didn't play the first three games in this last game. He had eight targets, seven receptions. And the, what I'm saying, they they use him a lot. Like, they throw him in motion a shit ton. So, he's you out see there. see him get absolutely bodied. This man is, like, getting thrown across the field. He's going to get uh, hurt so that, but... quick. He, got, anyway, he just I he think... came across the middle, and he just got a little tiny, like, it was actually against the – it was against the Panthers. And it was – I think it was Butu or something. He just absolutely just – just one arm, just one little forearm, and just Rondell just took it. I think Rondell's going to have a decent year, though. I, I I think he'll close out the year doing pretty well. Yeah. Well, Nate definitely could use him uh, going well because his wide receivers after Amon Ra and T. Higgins are not great. Not great at all. I think that's uh, it. I think we've gone over every matchup, though. Is there anything else anyone wants to say before we wrap it up? Um, this is the rain continues for the last three years. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful, Rhino. I wish y'all could see. Like, I wish this could be one of those like release video podcasts. <laughs> See and watch our dumbest throw. I didn't get any of that. Oh shit! That was great. That was great. That was great. I saw what you uh, did. I had to one up your ass. (laughs) Hopefully, Jared uh, got that on our recording and can make that our like picture for the FSL podcast. I don't normally send him the video, but it's it's there though. It's there. Oh yeah. (laughs) You might, you might have to this week. One more for, one more for good measure. (laughs) Oh yeah. All right. So I, I I am just, Oh my God. I'm so hard right now. You gotta, you gotta talk while you Uh, get you on the big screen. Oh Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. We're I'm off. Out. We are all way <laughs> off the rails. Right. Thank out. you all. Thank you all for listening to the episode right. podcast this week. We will see you all next week. Good luck in your in your matchups this week. Peace out. Peace.